This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is going to be a difficult show this morning because my throat is horrific. I'm joined, as you can see, by Mike. Hey, there, Mike. You good? Uh, no, I'm not good, but someone decided 8 a.m. shows are like a thing now. So um, how many how many straight days have you done an 8 a.m. show? 700 plus. I mean, I may have missed like the odd three. Well, yeah. they would have been an appropriate one to miss, but no, you don't do that nope. because the the Goonies, I believe, is what your local audience is. They deserve. Yes, that's what they're called, the Goonies. The Goonies. The Goonies. They deserve this. Indeed. I'm uh, not sure even they deserve what's no, about to happen. No, they don't. Uh, good morning to everybody joining us uh, live in the chat box. Thank you so much for doing it. Very much appreciate it all. Um, and as you can see, I'm joined by Mike in his uh, in his new place in Highbury. I mean, dream come true, right? For you or for me? <laughs> I think you know the answer to the question. It, it, yes. Uh, this is not a video. This is not your, what is it, Max Headroom background that yes. you used to have? This is, this is uh, the green screen, yeah. This is real. Who do we have? Uh, yeah. You can see, yes, the, the, the snap would stand. Would that, that would be the clock end. Uh, and uh, that you're looking at. Um, and uh, yes, you, what you're seeing is Arsenal's soul uh, that we left here, apparently. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 20, 20 some odd, uh, or 15 years, yeah, 18 years ago. Absolutely. Uh, good morning, those joining us live. Uh, scroll up to the top of the chat box. Amira, um, good morning to you, to Matt G, to Pika Who. Uh, we've got Ara Silky, Jalali, Glenn, uh, Sweating Merlot, Shiv, uh, NSW, Damien, Josh, Mr. Ree, Martin, and plenty more of you guys. Sweating Merlot sounds like what we... Sounds like what you drink a lot of, Sweating Merlots. In fact, you might be sweating Merlot right now. I think that's kind of where the name comes from. I'm sweating something right now. 
Um, of course, we're going to do this in our normal format. We're going to run through uh, today's stories and uh, then we're going to go into part two. We're both going to tackle some of your questions as well. I love this from Drago. Yeah. What the heck is this? <laughs> this is the greatest AAM show we've ever done, is what this is. So, uh, What the heck is this is, is what I'm going to call my new podcast. That's the name. Yes, that's what I'm, I'm sure Mike Kurtz has probably got another podcast called that already. Um, <laughs> let's let's jump into today's story, shall we? Uh, first of all, uh, Victor Ozimen is going nowhere uh, according to napoli director meluso when he was asked about any top players potentially like ozimen leaving he said no no way absolutely not our squad is very good and we feel relaxed of course we can improve it but it will discuss this topic later so ozimen not going anywhere i mean i don't think there was any much chance of arsenal bidding 100 plus million quid in january mike but uh it would have been great if it could have happened, but it's not good. Not only that, but when a club representative from a team in Italy says something, you just you, it's automatically true. Yes. So clearly, clearly he's not going. He's not even going. They have games in January. He's not even going to those. He's, <laughs> he's, he's being imprisoned. Yeah, I think that when there's a case of Aussie men potentially leaving, it's going to be in the summer, if at all. And if it is, it's going to be for a ridiculous figure that I don't think Arsenal... I, I, I can't see Arsenal spending 150 odd million pounds in the summer on one player, and especially because they've got needs in midfield. We're going to talk about other players that might need replacing a little bit later on. Right wing competition for Kai Saka again, a centre forward as well. Now, if but, it's if it's Nketiah plus 20 million, then that's a different situation. Yeah, I, I, arguably 130 million is what Nketiah is probably worth. Yes, that's. I mean, Fairly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> Mikel Arteta, of course, did conduct his press conference yesterday as well, which he discussed a number of topics, which we're going to run through. Two of the major themes from that press are obviously the big news of uh, that press conference, sadly, was that we've lost Thomas Partey. Um, another few weeks uh, without the player. We've already had him missing for a number of weeks already this season. Another huge blow. Well, here's the thing. He, he does do well when he comes back. So we just keep wanting him to come back. Yes. Like every, you know, every big game, Manchester City, great, great appearance off the bench. It was great to see him again. Mm. Um, didn't do so well for Ghana because he hadn't just come back from injury. They lost 4-0 to you, you guys, right? You guys. Yeah, you guys. I, 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 you know, <laughs> that day it was us yeah, guys. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he only does well when he comes back. Once he's back, he's not so good. So we, we just keep wanting him to come back. So, it, you know, when he comes back. I don't know who it's going to be against, but... Uh, <laughs> He's going to be great. <laughs> oh, it's going to be amazing. Yeah, and then he'll get injured. Okay. And I think that creates the discussion around whether or not we should sell Partey. Because, and for me, and I wrote a piece about this yesterday, is that it was kind of like the final straw for me in the sense of we've lost him for these, however many weeks it's going to be, we've already lost him before. And if you've got this asset, this place in your squad used up, in January, I would be looking to try and bring in a midfielder. Yeah, bringing in a midfielder is one thing, but like I love how we think that the more he gets hurt, the more it makes sense to sell him. Like the more he gets hurt, the less we're going to be able to sell yeah. him. I, that's like me dropping a, a plate on the ground and it cracking into a million pieces. It'd be like, you know, I should really sell that plate because <laughs> it keeps cracking. I mean, I yeah, I don't need to make light of it because this is a big blow. But yeah, it's a huge blow. It's massive, and I think that obviously it's going to put more pressure on Declan Rice. It's going to put more pressure on Jorginho to be fit. It's going to put more pressure on. Edu and that in January to potentially go out and bring somebody in. The expectation is that he could be out for, you know, uh, I guess a month until the next international break. And then I suppose this is quite a, a relatively okay period if he was going to be out for a month because the most difficult game we've got is a trip to Newcastle. But around that, Burnley, obviously Sheffield United today as well. 
it's just frustrating. I think personally that a bigger blow because we've got you know we've got Declan Rice is losing Gabriel Jesus again a similar time frame that we might not have Gabriel Jesus for. And now, who do you think is going to come in? Do you think it's going to be Ian Ketty or do you think we might see a Trossard or a Havertz? I mean, a Havertz or a Havertz himself? Ideally, him. Yeah. <laughs> the Havertzes of the world? Yes, all of the Havertz. Yeah, yeah the Havertz eye. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I think we've had this discussion before where, you know, you can you can talk about the various merits of different people. You talk about Havertz's height in the middle. You mm-hmm. could talk about, uh, you know, Trossard's almost unplayable style at times but we know what Arteta does in these situations um and it's going to be adding the to at least to at least to start the game and I'm not saying that's a good thing or not because I know how you you know I know how you feel that he's all he's on the brink of being good enough for Arsenal yeah uh, but, but he uh, never will get there for me. I just don't think Eddie Nketiah is the answer to Arsenal's long-term problems. And look, I think that what he's done has gone well beyond what I had of expectations of, without a doubt. I never thought he'd become an England senior international. I never thought this guy would be turning around a goal, a scoreline against... Apparently, neither, neither did Southgate. Apparently, uh, yeah, but. apparently not. But I think that when it comes to the decision-making of the strikers, I'd like to see a Kai Havertz. I mean... A lot of people have suggested a specifically Kai Havertz. That is so uh, journal-y. A Kai, a Kai Havertz, yeah. the, the Kai Havertz is Jerno-y. the uh, yes, yeah. that's that's the way that's the word. Journal-y. Yeah, <laughs> I think that my, my my daughter was like, when I grow up, I want to be journal-y. journal-y yes, slightly journal-ish. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's just slightly a journal. Journesque. <laughs> I think when it comes to a player like Havertz, you've got the the you know the extra physicality, the height, the target man ability that we would get with him. But I know some people have suggested that maybe Trossard and Havertz Havertz should come in and we should play Trossard into a midfield role, use Havertz as centre-forward, and obviously with Partey out, that kind of makes us, especially against the Sheffield United side, who we're probably expecting to sit back and defend again. Is that too clever by half? I just, I don't have the bell with me, but if bell. I did, that would have been... No, you come over here and you didn't bring the bell. I, I, I used it. I those, used it those that don't watch your pod are thinking, what on earth are they talking about? Like, this guy's a bell. Anyway, let's go to part two, guys, and your questions right after this. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes at McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Uh, 
Okay, let's jump into the chat um, and avoid that question and go to somewhere else. Uh, let's tackle some of your questions. Uh, I'm loving this of you guys. Whatever could they be talking about, says Amira. Good stuff. Your right? audience does know you. I know. I love this because, like, on audio, they're not even going to hear that bit because I edit that that section of the show out for for like you know because of crossovers of, yeah. of what's hosting and stuff. But they're all. I get messages on from people that listen on Spotify. Like, why did you? What is the segue people are talking about? I think I think Matt G needs some attention right now. Yeah, Matt G, can Mike be on every show is his question. I mean, the answer is, from a logistical standpoint and a moral standpoint, no. Um, but uh, it's great to have Mike on today's show. I'm glad that you I'm glad that you got up. Can he be on every show? Can he be on every show? I don't know how you have the voice to sing after last night, to be honest. It's, uh, yeah, because, I, you know, I, I produce. I, I don't, I don't. Where is the unicorn? Says Rance. It's a good question. The unicorn has um, has seen better days. Was it, 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 oh, it deflated? It's it, it's been very de- despite the fact that we still have yet to lose a game in the league this season. Mm. The unicorn has been deflated, and um, yeah, we're going to be buying a new one soon. Um, That's sad. I, yeah, I, I wanted a special. Was it after Chelsea? Did it feel deflated after the Chelsea game? <laughs> it felt deflated after uh, after it popped. Um, <laughs> I don't want to know how it Yeah, you, it, you know. Le- le- the less said about that, the better. Um, this is not content for an 8 a.m. show. No, it's really not. Do you appreciate that, how difficult it is to get up at 8 a.m. And after I've done this like 700 plus times? Well, I think most nights you didn't go to bed at 4.30 a.m. True, true, very true. To be fair, yeah, four hours sleep has is, is not, not done me nicely. Uh, Zed Boy says, are we going to the game? Yes. I mean, different capacities. You're going to be there. Like, Sleeping. Yeah, go. I mean, that's fairly trendy for you to be fair. Sleeping at Arsenal games, but uh, yeah, uh, Mike will be there. I will be there working, but uh, certainly uh, it's it's going to be great. Um, let's go to um, boom, 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 boom. Chris says, uh, Tom. Apparently, your man Yusuf Fafana's contract expires in the summer. Have you been on the blower to Edu, and when are we signing him? Well. Uh, I don't know if it actually does expire in the summer if they've got an option because what often happens is people look on Transomart and it says that their deal is expiring and actually they have like an option to extend by a year. So I'd have to double check that. But I mean, how much have you seen of Yusuf? I'm sure you've made a dossier on him by now, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, I have the uh, the book. Yeah. I wrote it. Of Yusuf Afana. Yes. I mean, we have it up on the in the Highbury Library up there. Yeah. We have books on, uh, on on Arsenal's history and their future and, yeah. and the, um, you know, he he features heavily in. Arsenal. We have all the Fafana books. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of Fafana. We Wesley, we've got David. Seco. Yes. Got, um, you know, and and then we've got all the juifs. Yeah, yeah, all the juice. Yeah, the juice. There's, loads, there's loads of juice. There's been loads of them. Um, I know where your heads are. <laughs> but thank you to uh, Chris for the question. I'd love to see Yusuf Fafana arrive at Arsenal. I think I've made that fairly clear. Uh, I think he's a player that would have a lot as a box-to-box midfielder that offers loads going forwards. And I think, obviously, we saw in the Emirates Cup just how impressive he is as a player. Um, he's a guy for Bayer Leverkusen that's pretty good. Though. He's yeah. a little bit over our age he's, profile. but yeah. uh, Maybe we need some experience. Yeah. I mean, you could argue. What's his name? He's got good leadership. Uh, he's some, some rock guy. Is it Jekka? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think that's who he, I, I'm going to have to do a tactical breakdown on it. Um, <laughs> yes, he says, can you do the Havertz song? No. I, so I promised that I would do it if we won the league. So uh, that 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 was, yeah, no. Uh, well, we did do it in the karaoke bar last night. Though, I, to be fair. I woke up in the morning after the Sevilla game in a hotel room in Spain 
I could not get that song out of my head. Yeah, it's it's, it's catchy. Uh, Matt G says, Tom, it's Mr. Mrs. Matt G's birthday today. Oh. Uh, could you and Mike please give her a shout? Of course. Mrs. G. Mrs. G, which I, was, was my wife. G, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, that's who you're referring to when you say G no, is yeah, expecting me. Home. Yeah, G is expecting me back home tomorrow. It, it's Mrs. It's G. Mrs. G. Yeah, Mrs. Matt G, happy birthday. And uh, we hope that you're a fan. My name's Patricia. Matt Trisha. Matt Trisha. Yeah, Matt Trisha. Yeah. Matt Trisha G. Yeah. Trisha G. <laughs> Love that. Uh, says, uh, not on this show, but can you get Mike to go through our finances as we have signed commercial deals, but only signed Raya on loan due to FFP? I mean, you say not on this show, but I feel like Mike's sitting primed and ready. Oh, Is there the FFP restrictions on Arsenal? No. There's not? How sure are you? Very sure. I'm as sure as so anything. So why did we seen. sign Raya on loan if there was supposed financial restrictions on that deal? I, you know what? I don't know. You don't know? No. And that's fine. You can sometimes just say, I don't know. It's an underrated answer to a question. That's what I'm I'm trying to promote honesty. And uh, no, I, I've my spreadsheets have uh, have been on hold for the last six months. Uh, but uh, yeah, it does. I it, it, it was more about protecting against the potential of running into close than that if we, uh, you know, if we didn't get the, the, the money that we needed for next season. But, you know, when we make... The Champions League final, mm. we will then sign him so that we can officially have the argument. Would of, you sign him? Would you activate Raya's clause in his yeah, I, don't, I don't think we have a choice. I think it's an automatic at this uh, point. Not as far as I'm aware. It's not obligate. It's not obligatory, but there is an expectation, I think, from Brentford's side that we're going to activate it. But if I'm giving you the choice, yeah, would you activate the clause if you had to right now? Yeah, you would. See, I, would. I wouldn't right now. I'm kind of holding off and waiting to see. So. Your, I th because I think I think it's I mean it's pretty much a sure thing that that Aaron Ramsdale is going to be moving on and and as much as I hate that from a personal standpoint, as as our good friend last night whose voice might be doing even worse than ours. Yes, I can't uh, wait he, to see Elliot later. He's, he, <laughs> as he says, sometimes you got to kill your uh, kill your heroes or no kill your darlings. Let's kill your heroes. Kill your darlings, <laughs> and uh, you know we're going to have to make some tough sales. And we have a we have two keepers who are probably worth more than we way more than we paid for them. And but uh, yeah, that's a whole other subject. It I is. I didn't expect to uh, get into that. Thanks, Van of Duty, and and thank you for actually making the presumption that I can talk intelligently on the subject. Yeah, he clearly knows that you have some. Not on this show, though. Apparently not. No, not this morning. Mike needs plenty more preparation for a type of show about that. Uh, Jimbo, seeing as we are in Highbury, mm. what's your favorite Highbury moment? I mean, the entire for me, it was the entire moment. 1988 to 89 season. You have one moment. The moment I walked into this place for the first time, fell in love with it, and and then said, you know what? In 29 years, I'm going to meet a guy who isn't even born yet, who's going to change my life. Because of NordVPN. <laughs> I've edited that now. now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Uh, that's fine. It's fine. YouTube will know. YouTube will know. Um, but no, I think um, for me, like it's different because obviously I never, I never came here during when it was in our playing days here, and so the connection obviously is different. And I was saying to you last night, like even though you know the Emirates obviously is a place where I went to my first game, it's not a stadium that has like. An emotional history yet because we've not added Premier League titles. We've not done what I would say something special. I know the FA Cups that we've won there were great, but they're not, they don't hold the same weight as Invincible Seasons and, of course, the amazing run in, in 89, yeah, 89. So, and obviously, you know, seasons where we went 
even just one game where we we lost under George Graham. And, you know, these years, uh, the Emirates hopefully will get that and we'll start to have that connection. But, yeah, I, I can't have that same emotion. But I look at the the Invincible season and it has to be Thierry Henry's goal against Liverpool um, where he just, you know, floors Jamie Carragher and scores. Like that, that is probably my favourite of that season specifically um what i would go to so yeah there you go uh boss says are we still on for chua many <laughs> i mean i saw this story yesterday i saw the source it's not the best <laughs> it's probably fair to say but uh you know he's a player that arsenal certainly have watched from his time back in france let alone before moving to, to real madrid but why on earth he would leave real madrid to move to Arsenal when he plays plenty of games anyway. He's going to be the long-term replacement for your Cruces, your Modric's, you know, that's what he's going to do. It's it's the way I talk. I can't help it. That's that's how it works. The, the Modric's. That, that's how it's that's how it says. He's going to replace the entire family. Yes, all the Modric's. All the Modric's. All the Matt G's. All the Matt G's. He's going to be, the be Matt G's of the world, the yeah. wives of Matt G's of the world. Happy birthday. No doubt. Um... Bulgarian going to say, TC, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much do you regret this decision? I don't regret it yet. I mean, you've been pretty well behaved so far, and I'm hoping he's going to keep doing that. No, he, I think he means the decision of just being friends with me, not, oh, okay. not, yeah. not having want, me on the show. Yeah. That's certainly, certainly what he might be asking. Uh, Daniel says, what solid contrib uh, contributors with Premier League experience can we target in January? Think of the next Trossard, Jorginho type. I'd love Mbwemo uh, from Brentford. I mean, Pedro Neto is the player that comes to my mind um, immediately. I know he did, he did a couple of quotes yesterday and that came out, said he's very happy at Wolves, but players say that all the time. And so do so do uh, club representatives from Napoli. Yeah, indeed, yes. So it might be the Aussie men leads, but, you know, I think that a Premier League player, it's difficult to find another Trossard for £27 million, for Jorginho for £12 million. I mean, I... I don't see. I know you says in way. Do, do you still now? I mean, I remember when the Jorginho signing happened, and there, I mean, there was a lot of have we, have we now basically gotten our money worth from him? Oh, without a doubt, yeah, yeah, without question. I think you know. And at the time, I said you know for twelve. It's million, just that he wasn't Caicedo. No, exactly. That's the whole point. He wasn't Moises Caicedo. And if you're not a seventy million pound player, you know, you're. Not, and after we've kind of bid and gone at sixty and then seventy, and you look like maybe Arsenal are going to do something special, and then you end up getting a twelve million pound. It's like Liverpool in the summer, thinking they're getting Jude Bellingham, and they end up with Endo, you know, the Japanese guy from from Stuttgart that they brought in. So uh, I think that when it comes to that type of, I don't want to call it a downgrade, because but it is a downgrade well, in some sense. I think it was meant to be the transition from Partey to Rice. The only thing is, I didn't. What I didn't see was. Mm also needing to replace Xhaka at the same time. Yeah, of course. And I I think that losing Xhaka will be looked back on as a as a frustration because I really think him and Declan Rice as a partnership could have worked yeah. quite well. Um, but we won't ever know what that would have looked like. Um, Fuad says, Mike, I was wondering, uh, would you like to see Arsenal have their own Hall of Fame enshrinement for past players like they do in the US sports to celebrate their contribution to the club? You know, I think why why myself and 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 most people like me and the the mics of the world, mm. uh, and by that I mean foreign Arsenal fans who who embrace the club and its traditions. We like it because it's different from U.S. Mm. sports. We don't want it to be more like U.S. sports, despite what people might generally think of us. I think the way the way we do it with with statues, with you know the honors that that are generally given to former players and managers. Is is just fine. I think doing a Hall of Fame thing is. Uh, we don't want this game becoming more American. 
<laughs> no, no, but you're right. I can't believe I've just said that, but yeah, no, I, no, but I'm not saying we don't want it to be accessible by Americans. I'm just saying, no, 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 of course. But the Todd Bowleys of this world, you know, another journalistic. I should have my own bell, like yeah, exactly, journalism, yeah. like niche quote. But the Todd Bowleys of this world want this to become a lot more like American sport. Yeah, and I do think the, when you think about it, and, and whatever you think of, of KSE and the Crockies, mm. that they have not tried to. Well, okay, other than the Super League thing. Sure. Uh, but which that was, was not of, just them. No, but it was kind of a jumping on the bandwagon with that. Yeah. You know, it was a and, case of, we, if this is going to happen, we can't not right. be in it. Yeah. Well, I'd like to think that that was the only impetus behind it, but, you know. but but, <laughs> but the, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think that they've tried to change the game, the style, the way that we no. run our club. Uh, they, they've tried to take the, the successful things the out of, yeah. of their existing club, and we know that because Josh said that, you know, we have kind of a formula we use with, a, with our other uh, – our, our other uh, franchises, mm. but um, that's what they call. Yeah. So no, uh, good good question, Fod. But uh, I think the way that we honor our legends uh, is is just fine. You ended your sentence for the worst time. Uh, Baza says, uh, "Do you think that we're playing more backwards, sideways passes this season? We were more forward thinking, attacking last season, and created more chances." We look so much more dangerous. Now, the issue that I have with this is I think there's a number of reasons as to why maybe the perception of what Arsenal have done this season is maybe not as good as last season. I think one of the biggest reasons is that we haven't had a consistent starting eleven all season because of the injuries to Partey, to Jesus, to Martinelli, to Saka. You know, um, we, obviously we weren't starting Gabriel at the beginning of the season either. Ramsdale and Raya has changed throughout the season. And I think because of that, there is going to be a lack of fluidity. There is going to be a lack of kind of consistency in the team. But also... I do think there is an element of, uh, and I always use this example with like players that have been out injured. Mesut Ozil had this quite a lot. Partey is, is going to be experienced this, although we know the level of Partey's quality and when he's on the field, what he contributes. But it's a case of what you don't have, you always think that it's better. You know, pl- the best players in the team are those that aren't playing because suddenly it's a case of, well, why don't we play them? And we forget actually, well, when they do play, you know, they're not always the, the, the best contributors. And I think that last season, we did still pass sideways laterally a lot. You know, there was a lot of recycling of the ball. There was a lot of patience in our build-up. But, you know, we think about all the goals that we scored because it was a record-breaking season for 88 goals in the Premier League campaign. And we think, well, why aren't we doing that again this season? What do you think? Yeah, I mean, I I, I do think it's kind of you don't know. You, you miss what you don't have. Uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not not scoring goals. It's just yeah. it's it's just a bit of a struggle, and 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 I think I think we're kind of trying to mirror in the opposite what we did last season, and 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 start off kind of we, we were we're starting off poorly yet not losing. No, exactly. Yeah. By the end of the season, I, I'm con- you know I'm convinced we're yeah. gonna. I mean, City last season started off relatively poorly and won the league with 94 points. Like it's a case of and yes, we're tinkering a bit and we're having to change things, but also like we're only five goals under what we were at the same point last season. I know five goals can be a lot in terms of like, you know, a quarter of the way through the season. By the end of the season, that's 20 less goals across the entire campaign. After today, we will be level on goals. Oh, hopefully. As to where we were. Hopefully. Yeah, Yeah, we'll attempt to fight a little bit, but uh, we'll wait and see. Uh, Falcon says, would Napoli take Eddie and Ketia? We can keep our fingers crossed. (laughs) Eddie and Ketia is going nowhere this January. Yeah, no, he's not. We've heard. He's going nowhere. Yeah, I mean, I love that you're claiming this is like information. I don't think he will. But the uh, mics of the world are breaking news. Right yes, now. they're breaking news. Uh, Paul says, if you could bring in just one player in January, who are you buying? And why? I'm going to make it realistic. Who Who are you going to choose? I hate this kind of question. For me, it's either Yusuf Afana or Neto. It's one of those two. 
I mean, I got to go with Neta just, you know, to move the things along right now. <laughs> Can I think about this for 10 minutes? Yeah. And, we'll, and we'll just show me thinking we'll, about yeah, it. We're we not going to move on to no, other questions. Just sit in silence and think about what our answer is. I would, bring in, uh, uh, yeah, I, I would bring in um, probably uh, Alan Smith. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, what, the one from Leeds or the former Arsenal player? <laughs> from Leeds. <laughs> really, that would, he's someone you could say, the Alan Smiths yes, of the world. The Alan Smiths of this world. Because there are a lot, yeah. I, you know, I think that does a disservice to Smudge. To I, I would bring in Alan Smith. Alan Smith, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there must be more than just those two as well, certainly. Um, Maximus says, hey guys, Ollie Watkins or Ivan Tony in January? I mean, what's the point? Neither one... I mean, that, I, I've I've always been a, a fan of Ollie Watkins, not as being the best striker in the world, but as being a guy that who I think scores goals. He scores goals. He doesn't. He I mean, he's he's not going to cost seventy million. I, I I'm not. No, I, don't, I think he would cost. It. Yeah, I think that because he just signed a brand new deal, so well, I think yeah. would you know be asking for that. Well, and he's not under the radar anymore. Yeah. I mean, he's 27, 28 now as well. Same age as Tony. Same age bracket. It's it all make stars mm. okay we don't like, we're not we're not well i mean well, we, we can yeah, we, we can, can but we're not i, I just don't know I don't see i'm not saying we do, i'm not saying we don't need to upgrade on eddie i'm just saying i don't know that it has to be ivan tony or or i mean look ushman would be great but yeah of course but but look we can sign another thierry henry and create mm -hmm. thierry henry well, i mean that'd be the ideal scenario is that you're able to bring in a striker that develops into somebody of that that quality because i don't think tony or Watkins is an upgrade on Jesus. Personally, I don't, I don't think they're better players than Jay. I think Jesus is better for the system. I think he's better for Arteta's philosophy. I think he's. I don't think you're going to score more goals as a group with either one of Tony or Watkins instead of Jesus because I think that they're different profiles of forward. Yeah, I love when people are like, "We need a thirty goal, goal season." We've been saying that. For well, yeah, yeah, we. Okay, but would he have added 30 to the 88 for last season, or would he just have restructured where they're coming from? We, we mean, signed Alexandre Lacazette at the idea that he scored, you know, 20 plus, nearly 30 goals in Liga every season. We were like, right, finally, we've got that player. He didn't progress as past what Olivier Giroud brought to the team. Well, and I don't think he was no better than could, him. Yeah. Olivier. Olivier. Oh. <laughs> just had to go over I still, I still miss it. Um, I think that's probably, with it being on the border of 30 minutes, a good place to finish today's show. Mike, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me in my own hands. Indeed, oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you for having me here and hosting me at uh, this wonderful place. I was the, I was the bed. Not bad. Not not the same bed that I was no, in. No, I just want to make that very clear. Very different rooms, different beds. You know, Mike is very happily married. So. Yes. <laughs> sofa bed was, it was not bad. For a sofa bed, I was very happy with it. So, for, for the hour and a half that you slept in it. For, yeah, for the three hours that I was asleep, it was wonderful. Anyway, thank you everyone that's joined us live in the chat today. Thank you to everyone that's thrown in your questions. If you've got some questions that you'd like to jump into the comment section, I'll try and get around to as many of them as I can throughout the rest of the day or tomorrow. Um, and of course, if you're going to the game a little bit later, I hope you have a fantastic time. If you spot us, say hello. I'll be down outside the ground around two hours before kickoff doing some video work. So uh, yeah, I, I hope that you enjoy it, Mike. Again, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having us. Amazing audience and, uh, you know, and good products. Indeed. Indeed, yes. <laughs> thank you, everybody, for listening. We'll see you again soon. Have a great day. Stay safe. Stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90-plus minute. 
all your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mate's already got booked for a double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.